The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to his apostles, Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Whoever receives you receives me. And whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever receives a righteous man because he is a righteous man will receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones to drink because the little one is a disciple. Amen, I say to you, he will surely not lose his reward. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So how do you put a value on a simple glass of water. If you take a glass and stick it under your kitchen sink and pour it out and drink it up, it's what it's worth. You know, if you could kind of subdivide your Avista bill, it might be worth a fraction of a penny, that simple glass of water. But on the other hand, if you're out wandering in the Sahara Desert, and uh, you've, on your third day without any water to drink and some Bedouin comes by on a camel and offers you a glass of water out there, well, that glass of water, of course, is worth more than all the jewels in the world. How do you put a value on a simple glass of water? I guess it all depends on how thirsty you are. So... Not too long ago, there was a pilgrim making his way across France from north to south with uh, his life, 30 pounds worth on his back. It's me. <laughs> Just thought I'd let you know. <laughs> and uh, day after day after day, you're walking your 10, 12, 15, maybe occasionally 20 miles, you know, from little village to little village, avoiding the big cities going through beautiful farmland and eventually of course you do get hot it's summertime and you do get thirsty and it comes to this little village on its outskirts and beginning to feel the heat of the sun bearing down upon him sweating a little bit under his pack and here comes 
this lovely, round, French grandmare, this lovely little grandma, sort of bouncing across her front yard, uh, crying out, Monsieur Pellerin, Monsieur Pellerin. And you look up and here is this lovely little grandma coming with a glass of water for you. Would you like a glass of water? And you say, well, of course I'd love a glass of water. And so there on the little road in front of their farmhouse, you enjoy this beautiful blessing, this free gift from the heart of this unknown woman who has offered you a glass of water at the height of a hot summer day. What a blessing that is. How do you put a value on that glass of water when it's a gift of kindness, a gift of graciousness, really gift of, of love for a stranger passing by. Monsieur Pellerin, would you like a glass of water? Well, of course, I'd love it. A few days later, I'm walking again and midday and hear once again those words, Monsieur Pellerin, Monsieur Pellerin. You turn around and look and here's a happy younger couple standing in the gate of their garden and they invite me in and as soon as they hear my ridiculous American accent they switch to English. <laughs> Turns out they're not French either, they're Dutch uh, and they speak English better than we do. <laughs> the grammar at least is better. And they invite me into their garden. We sit down around a little table under an apple tree and they cut up a beautiful apple for me and bring out some cheese to go with it. French people like, well Dutch people too, like cheese with their apples. And in the course of our little conversation under the shady apple tree, they asked me, Kevin, what has most touched you as you've walked along these, these weeks through France, Belgium? And I said, well actually that's pretty easy. I think what has touched me the most is these lovely people like this little grandma I saw the other day who extend to me without even knowing me, this stranger walking along. You know, a glass of water, a bed for the night, a smile, friendship, sometimes a help with my pack or something like that. But that little grandma with her glass of water sort of sums it up. It's so touching and so moving to be, be treated that way, even though you're a stranger. It's a real blessing. It's what keeps you going from day to day, from village to village, from week to week along this long, long path across France. And they said, well, that's beautiful. That is a great blessing that they offer you. But don't forget, Kevin, what a blessing you are for them. In receiving their gifts, in receiving their hospitality, in receiving their kindness, you too are blessing them. Don't forget that most of these people are, are kind of poor and kind of simple. You know, they have their cows, and their sheep, an occasional pig and some chickens. Their children have gone off to the big cities. They're seeing their, their way of life coming to an end. Their churches have closed. And here you are, this pilgrim from a faraway land. This pilgrim who also happens to be a priest. 
And you come into their lives for a few moments and you remind them, you remind them of goodness, of prayer, of life, of God's blessing them in their poor lives. So don't forget that they're blessing you, but you also are blessing them. I thought, wow, I really hadn't thought too much about that. So I did begin to think about that. And you really begin to understand how hospitality, not, not restaurant hospitality, hotel hospitality, but, but biblical hospitality, godly hospitality, how rich it is because it sets up this cycle of blessing upon blessing upon blessing that enriches our lives, enriches our spirits, and gives us the courage to go on. In fact, in France, that's the usual, usual word of encouragement that the French use along the way for their pilgrims as they pass by. They yell to the, to the pilgrim, courage, courage, and that's the blessing. We have the strength then to go on, whether we're the little grandma or the pilgrim or whomever. And that lesson is precisely the lesson that's found in the first reading of that wonderful story about Elisha. You know, the life of a prophet in the Old Testament times was a rough one. You know, they had to leave family and home and everything that they had known to go out and to preach the word of God and to speak on behalf of God to the people. And most of the time they were met with great opposition. People don't like it when God speaks directly to them and tells them that they should be doing something differently or doing things better. And so Elisha, this prophet, finds this lovely lady who offers him a glass of water, a meal, Eventually a little room on top of their house with a bed and a table and a lamp. What a gift to him to have this place where he can rest from his work and his trials and his troubles. Where he can lay down his head and be peaceful and tranquil. Where he can be among friends who accept him and love him. Away from the rabble of the crowds who hate him. What a gift to him. And in turn he offers to them, to this lady, a gift, a blessing. He asks somebody, what does she need? How can I return the favor? How can I bless her as she's blessed me? He says, well, she'd really like to have a baby. Baby boy, if you don't mind. And he says, of course. So he says to this lovely lady who's treated him so well, by this time next year you'll be fondling in your arms that baby boy you've been wanting for so long. And by the way, please name him Elisha. <laughs> no, it's not really. But that adds one detail to the blessing that comes back to the giver of good gifts, to the stranger the prophet, the pilgrim, life. Blessings of hospitality, of generosity, of kindness, of offering a glass of water to another who is thirsty, 
no matter who he is. This is life. Real life. And not just physical life, but life in God, life in the kingdom of God. And that's why Jesus in the gospel is so clear that whenever we welcome a righteous man, whenever we welcome a prophet, whenever we welcome a little one and offer them even just a glass of water, we will receive our reward, we'll receive a blessing, we'll receive the gift of life, the gift of God's life. So how do you put a value on a glass of water? It all depends. How much love, how much grace, how much kindness, how much care with which that glass of water is offered and received. That's the value of a glass of water in the kingdom of God.